Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills Podcast. Dag Heward Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. It is only the Holy Spirit that can assist you to become a good and strong Christian. And in this Friday's message, Bishop Dag will emphasize the importance of asking the Holy Spirit for guidance in order to help you be strong in the Lord. You will also learn from today's teaching that unless the Holy Spirit comes to teach you about God, you will be unable to know him well for yourself. Discover from today's teaching how the Holy Spirit is not only your helper, but also your engine that will take you further and deeper in your Christian walk. Be blessed by the Word of God.
Thank you, Father, for the blessings that you give us today by the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you guide us into all truth and let your will be done in our lives. We are grateful, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? I have been preaching about faith, and today I want to change the topic and move into something that is really pressing on my heart. And the title of my message is, You Cannot Be a Good Christian Without the Holy Spirit. You cannot be a good Christian without the Holy Spirit. Amen. You could also call my message, Have Faith in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, if you turn with me to the book of John, chapter 16. Are you there? The book of John chapter 16. Um, it says in verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. Amen. You cannot be a good Christian without the Holy Spirit. And if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove, or other versions say, he will convince or convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. And of sin, because they believe not on me, and of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more, and of judgment. Because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them. But however, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak and show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Amen. Now, you cannot 
become a Christian unless the Holy Spirit helps you. Turn with me to John chapter 6. And um, look at verse number 44. What does it say? No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. Amen. And I will raise him up at the last day. No man can come to me. Nobody can come to God unless God draws him. The most basic uh, form of knowing God, coming to God in the first place to be saved, unless God himself draws you. Amen. So, you know, some of us pride ourselves in being goody-goodies. You're a good boy. You're the church type of person. You're the school prefect type. You're the class prefect. You're always being made a prefect. They always choose you. You're Mr. Nice Man, the TV presenter, the radio presenter, the man with a nice voice. The one who hasn't done this before and hasn't done this before. Wow. My friend, you can never come to God unless God himself draws you to him. That is why some people even believe in predestination. A predestination in which they say it is not even necessary to preach because it's like even when you preach, some will, they will just not believe, no matter what you do. This, this is what some people believe. But what you must believe and know is that if you have come to God, you must be grateful. And then you must join Andre Crouch and sing, I don't know why Jesus loved me. I don't know why he cares. I don't know why he sacrificed his life. Oh, but I'm glad, so glad he did. I don't know why Jesus loves me. I don't know why he cares. I don't know why. I don't know why he sacrificed his life. Oh, but I'm glad. So glad he did. I don't know why. Do you know why? I don't know why. Why you? And why not your brother? Where would I be if Jesus didn't love me? Where would I be if Jesus didn't care? Where would I be 
Where would I be if he hadn't sacrificed his life? Oh, but I'm glad, so glad he did. It's just too fantastic. Why you? And then the other person just next to you doesn't believe anything at all. And, and this will make you pray for the Holy Spirit to touch people. Some of us are trying to change our husbands, trying to change our wives, trying to change our beloveds, trying to let somebody like you. Look, only God can do certain things. If you're a young lady, you want somebody to like you, pray to the Holy Spirit. Move, Lord. Move. It's not by lipstick or by shaving your eyebrows or by mascara and all the hair that you've been adding to your original hair. It's by grace and mercy. Mercy be multiplied unto you. Amen. Mercy unto you. I like Jude's own. Mercy unto you. (laughs) Mercy unto you. Amen. You cannot. You cannot. Number two, and I'm just going to give you three points because every good sermon has three points. You cannot know the Bible. Many of us here don't know the Bible. You cannot know the Bible unless the Holy Spirit comes to help you. You can't know the Word of God. You cannot. Amen. You cannot. Hey. It is only the Holy Spirit. That can help you. Amen. If you notice in John chapter 16, the first scripture that we read, it says, when he is come, he will reprove. Okay? Verse 13. How be it? When he is come, he will guide you. Amen. And he will not speak of himself. Amen. And he shall glorify me. Okay? So you will find out that you need the Holy Spirit, amen, to help you to know about God. You cannot know about God. He's going to speak about God. Many of us don't know God. We are in the church, but you don't know God. You look at the pastor and it's like, the pastor knows God, but I don't know God. You cannot know God without the help of the Holy Spirit. I said, my sermon is entitled, You Cannot Be a Good Christian Without the Holy Spirit. And and if you understand my message, all that I'm trying to get you to do is to pray for the Holy Spirit from today. Ask for the Holy Spirit. Pray, God, give me the Holy Spirit to help me in the things I'm telling you about. Ask God, give me the Holy Spirit. So, if you want somebody to be saved, Lord, 
touch this person with the Holy Spirit. Touch this person with the Holy Spirit. Please. Please. Look at me, I'm saved. Preaching. Many times I've met people who ask me, are you so so and so? The so so and so they are talking about has, has always been in prison. Are you, are you so and so? I say, no, no. That's not me, it's somebody else. That person is in pri- was in prison. Why, why, why am I preaching? That person is in prison. It's, it's the Holy Spirit's mercy. That's why when you grow, you say, mercy be unto you. Now, you cannot know God and you cannot know his word. Amen. Are you there? Because unless God, the Holy Spirit, comes to teach you about God, you cannot know about God. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 17. I'm giving you three points. It says that this is what, verse 16. It says, and verse 15. It says, wherefore, when I heard that you were Christians, or when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, as soon as I heard that you were Christians, and I heard that you had faith, now and that you love Christians what did I do I I didn't stop saying thank you because I knew that God had been very kind to you I knew God had had shown you great mercy that you should become a Christian are you with me how many are with me I'm preaching to you and I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 I started with verse 15 I'm saying I'm on point point number 2 the point number 1 is that you cannot be saved without the Holy Spirit. You can't come to God without the Holy Spirit. Point number two is you cannot know the word of God or you cannot know God or his word without the Holy Spirit. And I want you to know God. How many want to know God? Okay. Now, it says, when I heard, verse 15, as soon as I hear that you are a Christian, huh, and I heard of your faith, in the Lord and your love then verse 16 happened I started to say thank you thank you and I started to make mention of you in my prayers ladies and gentlemen even if you just mention something in your prayers is good what was he praying about verse 17 that God eh, of our Lord Jesus Christ may give you the spirit you see the Holy Spirit of wisdom and revelation that he will reveal himself to you the, in, in the word he said the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him not just the knowledge of history or the knowledge of law and science but in the knowledge of God you see are you there as soon as I heard that you were Christians I t- I'm telling you you cannot know God unless you have the Holy Spirit so I'm asking you to pray for yourself. You see, one day, I, uh, I saw some medicine. And uh, I had not taken that medicine before. But I had heard that people take that medicine at a certain stage in life. And uh, I said, oh, all these things are just imaginations. 
Then I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to me and say, don't despise science and knowledge. Those who despise it suffer. And he told me, even though you can't see the effect of something, don't despise it if it is, it has been, you have been informed about the importance of it. Even though you don't feel anything, believe. Now, I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit is like some medicine. When you take, you don't feel anything. And they say, it's important. Ah. Let me tell you, my friend. When you pray, Lord, help me, Holy Spirit. You can't feel anything. But I'm telling you, the things you need to do, you can't do them unless there is a Holy Spirit. As you see me stand here, there is a Holy Spirit in my life. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't be here. I can't share the word of God with you. What I'm sharing with you is from the Holy Spirit. Amen. That God may give you the Holy Spirit of wisdom. That's why some people don't know the word of God. They've been in church for years. What they don't have is the Holy Spirit. Not that they don't have good messages or good Bibles or good books. They don't have the Holy Spirit in their life. You see how dry they are. So, Pray for the Holy Spirit. Why should I say pray for the... Because in Luke eleven thirteen, Luke chapter 11, verse 13, Jesus gave one of the few prayer topics he ever gave. He said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit? It's one of the few topics Jesus gave that God gives the Holy Spirit. God will give you the Holy Spirit when you ask him. So ask him for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Always pray for the Holy Spirit. Always pray for the Holy Spirit. Always ask God for the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. Not, to, not for anointing to preach. Oh, I'm, I'm talking for Christianity. Christianity. To just know God and to just be close to God and to know the way. Most of you, you don't remember any scriptures. Why? Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance. No Holy Spirit, no remembrance. You can't remember anything. When you go home, say, so what did you preach? Hey, something. They were saying something about something, 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 something. That's all. Or you remember one of the stories, if there was a story that day. So pray for the Holy Spirit. And then number three. So the first thing is that you cannot be saved without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't be saved, saved, salvation. Number two, you cannot know God, you cannot know his word unless the Holy Spirit is in you, no matter what else. I want you to pray for the Holy Spirit. And number three, you will never be strong enough, huh? You'll never be a strong Christian to do the things you're supposed to do as a normal Christian unless the Holy Spirit helps you. Hey! Are you there? Now, once again, you will see in Ephesians, the same Ephesians where Paul is, if you turn with me, 
he started to talk again to the Christians. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, he says, For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, I'm praying. I'm praying about something. What is he praying about? Verse 15. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I mean, he's praying in this family. What is he praying for? That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened, to be strengthened with might by his spirit, by the Holy Spirit, to become strong. Huh? You see, some of you can't stop lying. You can't stop stealing. You can't stop committing fornication. You can't stop watching pornography. You can't stop masturbating. You can't stop being an evil person in private. You can't stop going with your unbeliever men and boyfriends. You can't change your life. You can't stop being jealous, wicked. You can't stop. You can't forgive anybody. You can't be spiritual. I know you can't. It's not easy. Especially if you have defiled your flesh before. The flesh already is bad. But some have defiled it further. The Bible speaks about defiling the flesh. You see, when your flesh has been misused, it's now worse than just a normal flesh, which is already bad. If you, if, you, if, you spend your, if you spend your life, if you are a woman, a woman's flesh is different from a man's flesh. They are totally different. The organs in the man are different from the organs in the women. The hormones are different. The flesh is totally different. What a man is doing is different from what a woman is doing. If you are a woman and you expose yourself to certain things, it will, although you are a woman, normal woman, your flesh as a woman will be worse. If you watch certain films... You're always listening to gossip stories, affairs, adultery, whatever. You're, you, you become afraid. And so your normal woman who is normally afraid, your fear will be deeper. And your jealousies will be wilder. Because your flesh is already bad, but your flesh is defiled. It's worsened. It's defiled. defiled. Bible said these filthy dreamers defile the flesh. If you are a man and you defile your flesh, you spend time watching pornography and all these other reading magazines of whatever and reading and getting into you and into other sexual things for some time, you absorb it, it makes your flesh worse. So you, you find yourself having, everybody has a basket of problems and you have an extra Rubber bag with your, with your basket. Yeah. You've spoiled your flesh even further. So you've got you to be careful. Now, just even normal flesh, undefiled flesh, it's not easy to control it. Paul, Paul was praying that he would go to heaven. How many have realized that your flesh, you know, you're very troublesome flesh indeed. Very, very, very troublesome. Ah. And brothers, brothers suffer from lust and ah, 
the sisters are suffering from wickedness, bitterness, unforgiveness, which are even more dangerous. They can easily take you to hell. The sister, you see them standing there beautiful. They see that they are angry with somebody. They hate somebody. They are bitter. In fact, their own is even deadly. Jealousies. I mean, wild things are in them. It cannot easily go. Me, if somebody hurt me, 30 minutes it will go. 30 minutes I go. All orangus and people who are, I don't, I don't, I, some of them think I don't like. I love them so much. There are things I even find it, I feel sorry for them. It takes 30 minutes. Sometimes I've become upset. 30 minutes, finish, it's gone like water. You go and watch a duck swimming. Go and watch a, 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 some of the birds, penguins and others. You see them in ice. The ice doesn't affect them. But God has given them flesh that can stay in minus 70 degrees. They will be sitting there. They, they will never die. And their egg too will never die. But the sisters, see that the flesh, hey God, nice beautiful person full of jealousy, wickedness. You can't forgive anybody. Things are moving in your spirit. That's why a lot of ladies, you see them moving alone, I walk alone. They have no friend in reality. Smiling, dressing, but no friend. Some of us brothers too, Charlie, flesh. Hey, God. Certain things that you have been into. You have slept with. You can't count the people that you've slept with. In fact, when you meet them, you don't even know them. One brother was telling me, so when I said, I don't know who they are. You don't even know who they are. Uh, are you one? Are you, are you one? We were three that day. A. A. Allen, he, 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 his flesh was defiled when he was a young child. His mother used to make alcohol. So they, they were drinking. So it's not like your, your temptation for alcohol and mine is different. His was like, he was, he was, it was part of his youth, like a th- three-year-old, going alcohol all the time. They were selling it in the house. It's not normal. So all this, only the Holy Spirit can help us. That's why Paul said, when, when I bow my knees, no, I start to pray for what? Strength by the Spirit. So Charlie, I want you to believe in the Holy Spirit. You can do all the things you couldn't believe that you could do. Before we come to manifestations and other wild, wild things, that this one is just for you to be a Christian. Christianity. I promise you, you can do it by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your engine. Do you know how the Holy Spirit is? The Holy Spirit is just like the uh, engine of a plane. I'm sorry for taking going over time. But if you, if you look at an engine of an aeroplane, do you know that the whole plane is so heavy, but it's able to move? And when you look at the engine, you wonder what is in the engine that goes, how does it work? Do you know how it works? How many have seen a balloon? I want to show you that the Holy Spirit is very powerful. It's like air, like the Holy Ghost looks like air. You know a balloon, when you fill a balloon full, and then you let it out, and you throw it, you see the balloon will be moving. That is how the, that's the principle by which the aeroplane engine works. It comes in through the big, and goes out through the small. So it's compressed gas, and that gas that comes out, 
it's like the gas coming out of the balloon and pushes the plane out. So you see that the front of the plane is big and round to take the air to make it into a hot balloon inside. And it comes out. And it gives so much power. And that's how the Holy Ghost is when he comes into you. He comes into you like you just open your mouth and pray. Ah, fill me, Holy Spirit. And then the power will come into you. You see that you become a supernatural aeroplane that is moving all over the place, doing amazing things. You say, wow. You don't believe that you, you are flying. You are flying. It's not you, it's the Holy Ghost. I say, it's not you. That brought you to church. It's the Holy Spirit that brought you to church. It's the Holy Spirit that will make you strong. It's the Holy Spirit that will make you know God. So from today, I want you to pray every day. Let me tell you something before I close. Do you, know, do you remember Yongicho, the pastor of the largest church in the world? He came to dedicate the Kolegono Cathedral. I used to go and pick him from a La Palm Hotel, drive with him to uh, Black Star Square. Three days, three nights. Every day I sat by him. Who should sit by him? I'm, I'm the host, so I have to sit by him. Some people wanted to cross me, but I said, no, I'm the one sitting there. So I sat by him. Eish. Every day as we go, he wouldn't talk with me. Just hello, little. Then he would be saying, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. That's what I remember that. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Every day from La Palm to Black Stars, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I pray to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me. This is power. You can do nothing on your own. You need that balloon power, uh, that Holy Ghost moving in you to lift you above to become a supernatural person. You'll be strong. You'll be a woman, but you love. You forgive. You'll not be bitter. You'll not be jealous. You'll just flow. Some of you ladies are so pretty, but always quarreling. It's so difficult to believe. If this was not for God, nobody will marry you. But some, some, some ladies are pathologic. Their flesh is so defiled that they are unmarriageable. I've met many ladies who are, cannot be married. No man can live with you. It, it's impossible to stay with you for long. And it's, it's a defilement of the flesh. They are so quarrelsome. It's pathological and automatic. My brothers, I pray you, you, God will open your eyes to see one so that you don't, before you realize... You'll be saying, I love you, baby. Here is my ring, baby. Then you see that, hey, you have joined yourself to Tiger Woods. Eh? <laughs> Look, our time is up. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Tell somebody you cannot be a good Christian without the Holy Ghost. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the... Lift your hand and ask God for the Holy Spirit. Father, we ask you for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Give me the Holy Spirit. Help me to be strong, to be what I have to be, to do Christianity, to serve you, to do what I have to do. I thank you. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of knowing you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here. You want to be born again today. You want to give your life to God. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want Jesus to save my life today. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. I'm going to pray with you. I want to pray with you to know Jesus as your Savior. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Thank you. Thank you. If you have lifted your hand up high, I want you to come to me. I'm standing here. Just come. I can see you. Come, come. Come from wherever you are. I want to pray with you right here. You can serve God today.
You can be a Christian today by the Holy Spirit. God is drawing you. God is saving you. Come right here, my friend. Come, my sister. God bless you. Now say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I come to you just as I am. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.